Welcome to The Alamon Show. Here, we'll discover the success stories of local business trailblazers, where we discuss topics from marketing strategies to community engagement. You'll gain practical insights for your own venture. Join us weekly to celebrate and learn from our local entrepreneurial heroes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and become a part of our growing community of business enthusiasts and entrepreneurs. Now, let's get started. How long have you been a real estate agent? I've been in the business since 2017, so end of 2017, so just approaching six years now. Okay. What's been like the best part of it? Just the overall learning and growing process of it. Um, Just meeting a lot of people and the people that I work with are very appreciative of my business and I can appreciate that and just seeing everything come together from the first meeting to whether selling their home or giving them the keys it's a very rewarding uh experience and they really appreciate you it just makes you makes you feel good so yeah yeah. and what did you do before becoming an agent oh man where do i start so the majority of my time before an agent was pursuing a professional boxing career okay so that's what i really spent all my energy on i worked different jobs at gyms personal training had my own in-home personal training business, also worked at a restaurant, and then transitioned into real estate. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like, what made you think real estate, though? Because So, when I was boxing, I, I boxed from 17 years old until just right before I turned 24, so really to 17, 23. When I was 21, my uncle was in the business. He's still in the business. But he approached us, my brother and I saying, hey, I think you guys would be a really good fit to be real estate agents and in the real estate business. And it really stuck with us. He didn't really explain the entire career, you could say, and what it entails. But just in general, the conversation we did had, it really intrigued us. And he gave us a book called The One Thing by Gary Keller, which mm-hmm. essentially tells you to focus on one thing in your business where nothing else will matter. I kind of misinterpreted it or kind of <laughs> took it in a different direction. And I really started just focusing really on boxing, just putting all my eggs in boxing and really dialing in on my career. Fast forward two years later, I'm still boxing. And I decided, you know what, I'm about to turn professional. I I wasn't sure if this was still the path that I wanted to pursue and lay all my energy into. And, And yeah, so I called my uncle up two years later when I was 23. I was like, hey, I think I'm ready this time to actually get my real estate license. He told me, okay, this is what you got to do. Take the class and call me after. And I did. Knock him out. Yeah, basically. So, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, you're good. (laughs) I mean, basically, what it is, though. So, so, so like, what happened, though, in the boxing world? Was it like, this isn't going to support a family? Like, did you make that realization or something else happened? I'm a very, I like to say, logical and realistic thinker. I I really try to see things as they are and the truth, you know? Mm -hmm. And, I just saw myself, like, I still believed in myself. I felt like I could have gone really far, but I also understood it's boxing and anything can happen. And in boxing, one loss as a professional can really derail your career. And like you said, financially, I didn't have kids at the time, so it wasn't really about my family. It was just more about my personal goals and just career, you could say. Yeah, I was like, if I turn pro now, five years from now, I might make decent money to support myself and my future family Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't something that i was willing to risk to be like 29 30 only have boxing and i've had other 
again, I started my own personal training business and I was good at sales and things like that. But it just boxing was everything. It was the only thing I knew in a sense. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me get into real estate because I've always had a passion for for business and just self-development and improving myself. And I thought real estate gave me a lot of like a really high ceiling to really pursue that and go all in. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and because you're a boxer, you're probably very disciplined. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that probably carried through to being an agent, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. your practices, sure. your ritual, not rituals, but. but you're right. Yeah, the rituals. Technically. Yeah. I, just to backtrack a little bit more, I grew up playing basketball. So it's just kind of who I was. I played basketball all the way up until I was 17, right before I started boxing. Yeah. And it's just my entire life has been like that, just very routine based. Yeah. Go to the gym, work out, just obsess on one thing. Was basketball? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even intentionally do that. But whether it was basketball or boxing, and then when I went to real estate, it was the same thing. Just fully immersing myself and giving it all I have and improving in that craft, you could say. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it, it definitely correlated perfectly. Like it just did. Do you ever feel like? Like, how did you become so disciplined? Was it just because you always were because you were into sports growing up? Yeah. Or do you, was it like a family value that your parents instilled in you? Or uh, Part of it is natural. I think I've been very competitive. I grew up very close to my brother and just playing basketball and just... Younger brother? Older brother. One year oh, older. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brother, yeah. One, yeah. One year older brother. Um, that's why. An older brother that's to... one year older than me, <laughs> should I say. Catch up to him. All yeah. Day. And, yeah, we were just very competitive, always trying to be better. And I think as I got older and just going to different tournaments and seeing the high level of competition there was, it just inspired me to to be better. And I just wanted to, just like every other kid, I wanted to go to the NBA so bad, like by any means necessary. I just wouldn't take no for an answer. So I was working out every single day, every single morning before school, after school, watching basketball. It was just I was just obsessed with it. And I think it is a personality trait that just developed over time and, when I went into boxing, it was the same exact thing. I just fell in love with the sport, fell in love with the idea of improving. That was only me. It was different from basketball where you had teammates and coaches. You have a coach and teammates in boxing, but at the end of the day, you're the only one that's fighting. You're the only one that you can blame whether you want to lose. So I really I really was attracted to that. Um, so, yeah, I would just say it's, it's just I developed it since I was a little kid. My parents were definitely supportive. Mom always encouraged me that I could do whatever I want. I would say she's the reason I was very, I'm, I was very confident as a kid, just telling me I can do whatever I want and hearing that nonstop after a while kind of sits with you. So yeah, it's a long winded answer, but they're very important for sure. My mom is my rock, so my dad too. Uh, yeah, he definitely you know always supported me too and always told me that I could you know make it happen as long as I put the work in. So yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, in terms of quality, so besides the fact that you're disciplined and you go after it, yeah. whether you're an agent or just a small business owner in general, like what are the things that, like the traits that you believe in order to be successful, mm-hmm. you've got to like embody? Well, I can speak to real estate because I've had success in my field. Uh, it's just treating people well and being very honest and kind and genuine and empathetic to people's feelings understanding that as real estate agents, we help a lot of people, right? We do a lot of business. We help a lot of buyers and sellers. We talk to a lot of buyers and sellers every single day. So it's, it's almost, it's just 
an everyday thing to us. For them, they're doing this one every seven to 10 years. And I understand why they call me late at night or why they might be worried or why, why they might be upset. And just having empathy towards that and being genuinely uh, appreciative, not appreciative, but um, thoughtful yeah. of how I treat them. And just honest too, like I said, just being very honest. I tell people all the time, I sleep very good at night because I always just tell the truth. You can never regret telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. You know what I mean? So you can be empathetic to them calling you at uh, 11 p.m. at night, but do you okay. have to pick up your phone? That's the question. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it depends. I, I 11 p.m., I don't have many people that call me 11 p.m. anymore, thankfully. Uh, I've had some clients every now and then that have. It, it really depends the yeah. situation, right? I mean, if I'm with my kids, I just can't. Yeah. Right? I'm putting no. I'm putting someone to sleep, or oh, I don't see it. It just is what it is. Yeah. But that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I definitely I will work extra hours. For me, I don't have that mental block. You could say where if someone calls me late at night, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't mm-hmm. like trigger me. Like, oh, why is someone calling me? Late? It's just it's a phone call. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. It's that quick, right? And if I don't have the time, hey, what's going on? Sorry, I just don't have time right now. Can I call you back? If it's yeah. extremely urgent, which typically it's not, if it is urgent, I'll handle it there. And if it's not, you know, we'll handle it the next day. Yeah. So. Voicemail. Hey, leave me a text message if it's an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah, they usually do anyway, so. Exactly. You don't have to front to do that. Going into the future, how do you see yourself building out your business? Because you are essentially for the most part, a solopreneur. For sure. Everything is on you. Your marketing, yeah. your sales, your yeah. prospecting, you're actually doing the transactions or you might have help, but yeah. where do you see yourself going in five to 10 years, especially in, right now in today's real yeah. estate market? And then how are you going to get there? Yeah, great question. 10 years, I haven't even thought that far out yet. I really haven't just because typically when I do, it's just, it's never the way I planned it. So I try to, think a little shorter out I'm definitely hiring in some admin help just because the business is growing and just continuing to build my team I have a good team right now of different partners and you know home inspectors stagers contractors uh, attorneys that all are entailed title companies loan officers all of us work together to make these transactions as seamless as possible for our clients and it's just continuing to build that team. And for me personally, it's it's building the admin so we can continue to uh, grow and help more people. And that's I guess that's where I see myself. Steps, so right. I, I yeah, I enjoy the 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 meetings with clients, the the personal listen appointments and even showing houses. People some people some agents, I guess you could say, aren't very um, What's the word I'm looking for? They're not very excited about that anymore after a while in the business. Maybe I'll get there. But right now, I enjoy it. I like meeting with people directly and speaking with them and hearing about their goals versus I'm not very passionate about training other real estate agents and, hey, go go do this listen appointment for me. I'll get you the leads. It's just not my personal goal right now. Yeah. And I feel like right now, at least in real estate, it's been very popular to build yeah. a big team and to train others to train other people and then have this manager role it's just not what i got into the business for yeah and i feel like as long as i'm living a life where i enjoy the business and i'm passionate about it people work with me and reach out to me because they know that i'm passionate about what i do and, and i they know love they get what to i do see and talk to you exactly that's huge. 
Exactly. And I'm there every step of the way. And I enjoy that. And it doesn't feel overwhelming. Like you could say the real estate media will make you think. Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable. I yeah. work with amazing clients. I feel I work a lot by referral. So a lot of my clients trust me and they want to work with me directly versus an online lead or something of that nature. And when that is in our business is where you essentially pay for leads. And these are usually people who are looking to buy or sell and they're looking online and signing up for different websites, but they're also talking to 10 other realtors. I can see how that gets frustrating, how you can get burnt out talking with a client who doesn't truly want to work with you or is not honest with you in their communication and they're talking to other people and you show them 10 houses and they buy somebody else. That could definitely burn you out. But when you work by referral and you set the right expectations and and the whole process is enjoyable for them and for me. It's like I love what I do. Like I, I'm, I, so it's a blessing. I almost can't believe what I do for a living. <laughs> like it really is. It's so. I think that's why I get a lot of referrals too. Because again, people are like, hey, he enjoys what he does. He's patient. Yeah. People tell me I'm patient all the time, and I'm like, I don't see where my characteristic of patient came out. Yeah. But I guess you thought I was patient. I mean, I'll take the compliment. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what you've been through. Already, but I'll take yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I enjoy what I do. I love that. I love that. And you can yeah. really feel it in like the way that you carry yourself in this yeah, conversation. And just, yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. I mean, obviously, there's reasons why people build, build big teams, right? They do mm-hmm. want to scale and leverage and grow a business. Yeah. And like you said, you might get there someday. But yeah. right now, people are working with you. We're all about personal brands here mm-hmm. at Alamon Studio. We help people build personal brands through photography, through, through photography, videos, yeah. all, you know, social media, all yeah. that stuff. And what you've already done and accomplished is created your own personal brand that's mm-hmm. built around trust. Yeah. And, you know, your reputation and the fact that you're going to show up yeah. and you're patient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Amazing. You're right. I think you talk about personal brand and reputation. I feel like you're always building that. Every single conversation, every single person you meet, whether you're behind the camera or not, whether you're with a client or not, it, it has like a ripple effect. And it's way bigger than what you think it is. One little conversation can just change your life, can change somebody else's life. So just being very aware of that. Yes. It's it's huge. And I feel like once that kind of clicked in my brain that everything you do matters. Mm -hmm. And if you want to live an abundant life, you have to treat people a certain way. And it's not necessarily treating people to get something in return, but just understanding life is better when you when you're giving and you're kind and you're just in a good place, you're peaceful. If that yeah. makes sense. I totally get that. Uh, you know, and one time it smacked me in the face because, you know, I've built my whole business obviously mm-hmm. in this community, mm-hmm. and one time I was not in my, I didn't have my best self on. I was yeah. calling one of my kids' schools upset okay. about something. Yeah. And a little bit huffy puffy, you know, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, for sure. no, I will not be doing this. And they're like, I'm sorry, can I get your kid's name? I gave my kid's name. And they're like, what's your name? I gave my name. And they're like, oh, Aaliyah with Alamon Studio. Oh, yeah, see, How there you go. You? I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> crap, crap, crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely changed the tone. And it reminded me, like, you know, like, your reputation, your word, that's everything. doesn't matter if you're not in a good mood or something rubbed you wrong, the wrong way. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, you're 100% right. It's people just remember how you made them feel. It's exactly. very cliche, but it's so true. 
Exactly. Uh, I have a hard time remembering names sometimes, but if I see you and like we had a great time, I'm going to remember that. And it's, it's usually a positive, um, you know, connection with that person. 100%. All right. So parting words. What's something that you want people to always remember you by? Let's say you got casted into some amazing other world. Yeah, okay. And all that was left is your name and your reputation. Yeah. How do you want people to remember you? That's a great question. Um, I probably have, I can probably come up with more things if I were to think about this more. But the first thing that comes to mind is just somebody who was genuine in his efforts, loved to live life, uh, was very honest, said what he meant and did what he said and worked really hard to whatever he put his mind to. I would say that's that's a few things and love this family. I'm very family oriented. Have two daughters, a lovely girlfriend, my brother, my mom, my dad, my grandma, like everybody around me. There's a lot of other people I'm missing. It's just I've always always just appreciated them and i feel like i wouldn't be where i am today without the support and the community that I had around me so just somebody that was loving really <laughs> comes down to the simple things yeah right? for sure <laughs> thanks so much for being on the alamon show of course. Uh, it was great to have you as a guest and thanks for sharing a little bit of your your story yeah. and uh, value bombs awesome thank you for having <laughs> me Thanks for listening to this episode of The Alamon Show. If you are a business owner, you are in the Northern Virginia area, or you're willing to come out and visit us here in our Leesburg studio, and you've been in business for at least five years, I invite you to apply or nominate a guest for an upcoming show. Go to alamonphotography.com and click on podcast where you'll find a link to nominate a guest. And thanks as always for listening.